So hello again, we are back with another podcast and today we have a special guest we have dragged from the street and they will name remain anonymous, anonymous, that's the one, they'll remain anonymous as they, uh, well, we're basically just trying to drag content out of them and put them in a sleeping bag that Kev sold and we're very happy with the customer services so we thought, you know, we'll bring them in just to tell them off. And the person staying quiet in the background is Sky, and she may say hello when she's not feeling, you know, quiet. Yeah, what, what I was trying to say is that our guest is a lovely, lovely person. <laughs> he was very, very close to Tanya for a long time. Um, I'd say last year it was. Um, and she's come to tell her side of the story today. This is where she does say hello, but she is a little bit shy considering she's talking to me and Sky, and we've both got big gobs. So feel yes. free to say hello when you're ready. Hi. Oh, but she sounds so shy. It's, it's so, so <laughs> bad. So our guest today, we're not going to say the name due to respecting the privacy and not wanting to know the name because it's really Cinderella. So we got to, we didn't really want to say <laughs> Who? Who? I said to be fair, I think a lot of people will guess who she is. Well, they could do, but I was, I'm was i going to call her Cinderella because she lost the shoe. I've been told where, much worse. <laughs> I'll take Cinderella. You're not the only one to don't worry about it. <laughs> so we've brought Cinderella on today to... To let her have her own voice of what her experiences have been with Tanya. As we all know, Tanya's brought a podcast out proclaiming that she's the innocent party. Now, for this person, so Cinderella to come forward and to speak about this is, to me, amazing. Because not only does she have a safe platform to discuss this without being on TikTok and, you know, getting tucked down for all that crap, but only... Well, I'd say a bit of a healing journey as well because when people try to silence you, they get better power from it. Well, this time she's taken her power back and she can actually tell us tell us all if you're obviously listening, doing your dishes and stuff, which what a lot of people keep telling us what they do half the time. They do the cleaning and listen to us at the same time. So while you're doing that, um, you can listen to what Cinderella says because... From what we have discussed, me and Sky with Cinderella, it is a story that should be shared. So I'll start off with, well, asking you so it's easier for you to talk. How this person has actually made you feel when you were in their friendship? Sorry, say that again. I I totally blanked out then. What did you say? I said, how did the, how did Tamna make you feel when you were in a friendship with her? How how is it you two became friends? Um, so I've always been a viewer of Kev. I've always watched him. I'm quite a drama watcher. I look for the drama and I watch it. But I wouldn't say I'm a troll. I never comment or anything. I just sit back and watch. Um, but there was one time, it was back in July, and I heard her in the background. She, she sounded quite distressed. Um, I didn't know much about her, um, but I decided to message her anyway. And right from the offset, I said, you know, I'm not a fan of Kev's. I don't like him. I don't like his behaviour. I don't like the way he goes about things. 
but I felt that you needed someone to talk to and you know if you ever need to talk I'm here um and that's where it started really and we became friends from there oh okay so growing up friendship together I'm I'm sure Mm -hmm. you both opened up quite a lot about private life did you find it easy to talk to her I did actually because I felt like she was sharing a lot with me um in regards to what was going on with Kev and I opened up you know my past and my traumas and I shared everything with her my, my family my any, anything you know we just I in my eyes we were friends um and my emotions were definitely invested um when she was distressed it hurt me um so yeah in, in my part it was a genuine friendship until I realised the kind of person she actually is. Yeah, because at that time, this was when Tanya and Kevin were very much on and off again. And whenever this, Tanya was doing the little sub stories on live. So you were just trying to be there and support her and help her because like a lot of women out there that are um, that have supported Tanya in the past, they've seen the same thing. So they see the victim side of it and they do everything they can to try and protect her and keep her away from Kev because she was portraying him as this person that was evil and vile and bullying towards her and he he didn't do anything nice for her or anything like that. Um, so you were there genuinely for her. There was no agenda. You weren't trying to con her or anything like that. You were honest. You told her you didn't like Kev and you were genuinely just being a true friend to her. Yeah, exactly that. Yeah. Sad though, really, because from what, like, when we heard a podcast yesterday, she was calling you the lonely one and stuff. And I remember mm-hmm. when we had our conversation, how that made you feel at the time. It was like, why is she attacking yeah. me for just trying to be a friend? It, it's something that you know it is it would make you feel stressed it would i know it would make me feel stressed i'd be thinking cheeky cow who do you think she's talking to doing that and we realize like from what you say you've both built a good friendship you supported her this is one thing i will ask when she was on and off again with kev and you would try i'm not saying you were but i'm saying that sounds like you are but when you've tried to pull her away from that and tried to show the same situation, how would you she like how would she react to that when you're trying to not say give your opinion but your advice as a friend? Um, I felt that she always took on board what I said. Um and she even said to me one time, I think it was along the lines of, um, I say how she feels because she's not able to say it. So I, it's almost like I speak for her, but to her. I don't know if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I felt that she took everything I used to say on board. Um, and I, But I did say to her, while I was going through this off and, off and on, off and on, that, you know, as a friend, I may not agree with some of her choices, like hence going back to him, but I would never judge her for the choices that she made. Um, mm. I was still there, even if I didn't agree agree with it. Um, I w- you know, so she kept going back and back, and she was always honest with me. Actually, um, whenever she'd gone back, but she she told me the only intention that she had to go back was to sh- destroy him, bring him down, um, you know, let let the trolls see the real him, 
now looking back again that doesn't make sense because I feel like we do see the real him um but yeah yeah I I think he he's a lot more easy to see the true him I think yeah is um she's a lot more difficult because a because she is a woman and women have this thing about other women still so it's still very much the case as women aren't as strong as men or some women aren't as strong as men and women are a lot more vulnerable um so obviously if there's a relationship between a man and a woman and a woman goes on crying about it a lot of people are going to be like this woman's hard done by you know this poor little victim this damsel um, is being treated so badly by someone that everybody already hates. So everyone's naturally going to jump to her defence. But she switches these personalities when it suits her. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think now is a good time to show that in the clip. I'm determined to help others find their strength, and therefore I am going to do this episode. Last week I said I would be discussing some stories of the trolling that I've experienced for the past 17 months and ongoing. After meeting my boyfriend who had a following of around 35,000 people. Fuck off you dickhead! Are you fucking dumb? Clearly you are! Another little abuser there! That's what you are! You dumb little prick! Why don't you just fuck off? So I've just walked half the fucking country and you block it. You're abusing little cunt. Put my phone back on right now or I'll cut my own fucking wrists and I'll carve your fucking name in them. Put my phone on now. Okay, so that was interesting as she's now exposing herself on, on the podcast a little bit there and demonstrating her, I would call it fairy tale drama crap, but you know, it is what it is on that one, isn't it? On that one. So <laughs> sometimes she doesn't. I go speechless with her. Sorry, I do. I wouldn't say she's exposing herself purposely on the pod- podcast. However, what she does is she forgets how she acts when she's not on TikTok or she's not doing the podcast. So, for example, when she's doing her podcast, she's doing this to gain sympathy. She's doing this. To- more followers and she's doing this to show people that she's this innocent little angel person and this is what she sounds like I'm in to help others I'm less frank and therefore I am going to do this episode last week I said I would be discussing some stories of the trolling that I've experienced for the past 17 months and ongoing after meeting my boyfriend who had a following of around 35,000 people all right, so that's how Tanya's portraying herself on a podcast. You can see she sounds like nothing's nothing bad's ever come out of her mouth. You know, your butter wouldn't melt. She sounds she sounds perfect, doesn't she? Now I'm going to show everybody now what Tanya's actually like in real life. Clearly, you are another little abuser there. What you are, you dumb little prick. Why don't you just fuck off? So I've just walked off the fucking country and you block it. You're abusing little cunt. Put my phone back on right now or I'll just fucking wrist 
and I'll carve your fucking name in them. Put my phone on now. Right. And that isn't one. That isn't one recording. That's multiple times that she's acted like that. And that's the true Tanya. Um, she's very much like Kev. When Kev goes on live, he does the same thing. He's very careful about what he says. And yet when you hear him, when Tanya's secretly recording him, or he's on any platform other than TikTok where he doesn't have to watch what he's saying, they're exactly the same personalities. So I wanted to show that clip because people that haven't come across her before or aren't so aware will think that that's the kind of character she is. So I wanted to show the true Tanya. That's a, I, I, you know, a bit of me, that bit. I see. I can't get my words out on this one now, but I'm not not going to be the person to edit me going da 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 da. I, I will say it because it's what I'm really feeling. Because when I hear something like that, that the manipulation in that in that because she can't get her own way. It's very frightening. It's like a a kid having a tantrum. And I believe she's been like that all her life when she can't get her own way. Now, I know she's always, and I think Cinderella will agree with this, she's always had this thing towards men. Now, when you've both been in conversation with each other, did she ever mention about what experiences she went through with men in relationships? Um, she did touch on, you know, things that had happened previously, but it was very brief. Even now, I don't think I, I know the full story of the things that have happened to her. But um, in regards to Kev, I would hear it all day, every day. Um, she'd tell me what, you know, what a bad person he is and he's this and he's that. So even just hearing that clip then, when she says boyfriend, it makes me feel sick. How can you claim a man as your boyfriend when you've accused him of all these things um like i've sent a few screenshots over to you today you feel free to share them with people but where she calls him um is it hebophilia or something um yeah and then there was another one which i don't think i've actually released before so this might be new to people um but she was saying that um it was regarding the discord group that he had um and she was saying um, how wrong it is, um, pretty much calling him a paedophile. I think she actually says that word, to be honest, um, in the screenshots. But you can see where she said um, that she's going to bring him down, even if she has to pretend to be a child um, to get him, you know, bring him down. How can you claim that as a, as a boyfriend? I don't, it, it just makes me feel sick. Yeah, you're 100% right. You can't, you can't. If you, if you have, any suspicions or any feeling or any doubt that your boyfriend is into kids when you've got young kids around you yourself in your house you don't you don't be with that person mm-hmm. you I mean, in, in the screenshot you can see that my response was um when she said that she was going to pretend to be a child to catch him out or whatever it were um my response was i feel like that's going to be too much for you to deal with as some when there's feelings involved there's no way that you could ever pretend to be a child just to catch someone out. I said to her, either give it to the police or give it to a hunter. I mean, mm-hmm. that's what I would do. I'd end the relationship for a start straight away if I had a slight, you know, feeling that my partner could be that person. Firstly, I'd end the relationship and then I'd pass anything I had on to somebody that could deal with it. And I think it's important now, um, it's, 
this is a really good opening for the next. And I think it's important to show that everybody that, you know, all of the rumours about Kev being a nonce, being a paedophile, they've all started with Tanya. Mm-hmm. Um, I may, I, that will bring me bring you to my next recording. Are you ready? Yes, go for it. Okay, so first I'll play a little excerpt of Kevin um, blaming the trolls for calling him a pedo um, and starting all of these rumours. So this is Kevin's thought on it. I'm looking, yes, that, yeah, better want someone in on the page that they were going to phone my granddaughter uh, or, uh, and say that she was a groomer, which, you know, we're, we're none of these. Phone the not see me ever again. Why? Why are you bringing the four-year-old in? Because you don't like Kevin, you wait through me and now you're going to the four-year-old. It's wrong. It's really wrong. So that's Tanya um, kicking off a scene because people have actually gone to social services in the school um, because there's a four-year-old child around Kev that Tanya is allowed to happen. Now, this is after Tanya sent these messages to this lovely lady here, and I'll read out the messages. Um we will figure out somewhere to post them so everyone can see for themselves. A lot of people have already seen them, but I'll read them out for those that haven't. <clears throat> okay. So this is Tanya. Me and Ali have maybe discovered something about Kevin. I said we need to stop because if we uncover he is a nonce, I don't want to be the one to have to report and deal with it. But oh my God. Not a nonce as in he does things to kids, but he fantasises over it. It has a name. It's hebophilia. Now, hebophilia is um, a tendency to like children under the age of 13, so it's preteens. Um, and this was the response she got. Oh, fuck, what have you found? And Tanya's reply was, okay, so now our logic has taken us to him being gay. That That's looking realistic. And the reply she got was, I've said that before. I think he is from the way he reacts to anything related being said. If you're comfortable with your sexuality, you wouldn't react the way he does. He, he does. What did you find? She says, it's not anything found, it's more about his thought process. I think we've swayed away from that. He's more attracted to men. Ah, oh, okay. My head is going in many directions. Nonce, perv, gay. Ellie thinks he's pervy gay. I think he's pervy legally, but close to the edge. Now that's Tanya saying she thinks he's a pedo. He's into He's into kids. And she does, again, the same thing as what she did with her own children. She doesn't want to report it because she doesn't want to deal with the legal side of it. This is someone that was doing a law degree. No, she can talk. I just, yeah, I hate, the more you hear about it, the more you just think to yourself, is she really real? It, it gets to a point where you think, this is fucked up. 
Like, mm-hmm. why would you be with someone? You've got a four-year-old grandchild. Now, despite what we discussed last week about her not reporting her daughter's attack, this is a four-year-old innocent little child who's playing with her aunties, her uncle, um, and then having a relationship with a grandmother. Now, I know from experience, grandmothers are more protective of grandkids than they are of their own kids because oh, the kids have grown up now, they're doing what they want. And they have that extra kind of protection for them. Why on earth would she call her own, what she calls boyfriend with the cancelled engagement fiancé, why on earth would she sit there and call them all these names but then still have have a child, um, a grandchild around him? Who does that? Because she's putting a man before her own children. She's putting a man she doesn't know before the safety of her own children or grandchildren. Now, this is going to be a trigger warning for the next clip for anyone who is affected by what Tanya says here. She does go into detail what she says about Kev, about being a hebophile and other things that she's seen and discussed on her Instagram rants. So... Yes, this is a trigger warning on this. If this does affect you, please try and fast forward it just a little bit. Let the trolls spread that you're a hebophilia and you're a pervert. That's what you are. You're dirty little only fans that turns my stomach inside out because they're vile for $3 each. Is that so they're affordable for young people? Huh? Pervert. All this time. <laughs> One minute, you're angry, I'm an abuser, I hit you. And then another minute, it's, oh, yeah, she's doing amazing. Now you're sitting there crying, and these dickheads are falling for it. And do you know why? Because they must be underage. Because you kept all of your TikTok and your moderator secret from me, didn't you? Pervert. Pervert Kevin Wright. Didn't you? Yes, you did. Oh, young people go to Magaluf. He's got his camera on live where young girls are walking past and you can see up their skirt. There's a young girl, he, she started calling him a nonce and stuff like that. He's trying to fuck up her job for her in Magaluf. In Germany, he got a beaten up. Girlfriend, the person that sleeps next to him every weekend. You know, the person that has that intimate physical connection with him. The person that loves him so much, the person that he loves, this is her saying it about him, not us. That's not the trolls saying it, don't the trolls doing it, that's her. So they can blame us as much as they like, but let's face it, all of that evidence is there. She's the one that's text people to say that Kev's into young kids. She said it multiple times. That that recording there was from at least six different lives that she said it on. So, you, yeah. who's the troll, Ozo or Tanya? Well, she'd say, We're the troll. Oh, well, it, it's been doctored. Yeah. Her own words, she even says, I am going to be Kev's biggest troll. Mm-hmm. So, I think she answers that question herself. She's definitely the troll. Mm-hmm. I believe that. I. That's what I mean. I believe, and I think I said this last week, I believe that he does love her. But I believe that she treats him like an employee, something that she can control, manipulate. Hence why the logo is him on a puppet string. Because I do believe as well, if it wasn't for her, he would have been off this app about a year ago, quite easily. Mm -hmm. They use each other as content 
as getting the views in so she'll go along with it a little bit she'll go well yeah it's not so bad this i can get my own platform i can make money this is why she's claiming benefits on dwp as well and what she's been recently seen recently with the whole with tyrone and that and unfortunately with using self-harm to manipulate people with um, and then goes to the hospital just to confirm the record so she can convince the DWP that she's uh, not suicidal because she's not. She uses it to manipulate people and I believe she's done this with her friendships because it mentioned in a podcast yesterday, which is what I wanted to bring up with, um, with Cinderella, um, that she has three loyal friends. And what I'm going to say about this, it might shock, like shock people a little bit. I don't think the mugs... I think the good-hearted people that have been mm-hmm. roped in to try and help someone who pretends they're vulnerable when they're not. They're just a, a bad child who can't get their own way. I agree. And yeah, they're not. I think. They're decent people like everyone. Yeah. Even the people that go in and support Kevin initially, they're decent people. They think they're being bullied and victimised. But what they're not seeing is the whole the whole picture. And that's the reason why, you know, we're not, we're, we're not trolls. We've watched from the beginning and I've said it before, we have an educated opinion. We've seen a lot of shit with our own eyes. Um, but these people that haven't, they're good people. They really are. Um, so they don't deserve the hate that they get. They don't deserve um people going towards them and threatening them just for gifting Kev or Tanya or trying to be there and be a friend for them um all you can do is my advice would be is I always if they have a new gifter I go to them and I say look check this out do your research before you gift your money to these people because at the end of the day they're using everybody Kev Every penny he gets, it's free money to him. He has no bills to pay apart from his three phone contracts or however many he has. Um, the guy went on holiday quite a few times last year, the year before. Um, he's swanning off left, right and centre. They're staying in luxury hotels every weekend. And, you know, it's disposable income. They haven't got any responsibilities. Neither of them have. She lives in a council house. All of her bills get paid for her. As you've just said, she was up. She's been at the hospital the last few weekends because she's claiming that she's suicidal because she's cutting herself on her legs a little bit to make it look that way. So I have it on good information. Um, just talking about that, that one of Kev's mods has been telling people that Tanya's got a substantial payout from the DWP. Hence his new trainers. Hence the reason why they were able to stay in a hotel this week. I'm kind of fuming about that because with people that struggle to get on PIP mm-hmm. and they've got such serious, serious illnesses and they literally have to go in to be assessed, crawling with oxygen tanks. I've seen it myself. And I literally hate the system to... Literally, I think it's a disgusting system and it makes people feel very inadequate makes people feel helpless so when she comes along and i'm gonna call her this now she is a massive horrible scamming cow and i hope she hears this 
because what you're doing to innocent people is goddamn disgusting now i could sit there rant and call you all kinds of names but you're really not worth the fucking breath but one thing i will say to you tanya cummins oh did i outname you never mind uh karma will come for you one day one day it will come for you and it is coming for you now because of people like me and sky and other people and creators that do make their awareness on tiktok and other social media platforms what you are doing is you're just a wicked old witch you've got a trampy boyfriend who tries to clout off you and go my girlfriend's mental health your mental health is not even worth mental health you could sit there and change your ways and get the real help instead of scamming for money do you really think you deserve it because i know i know you don't and what you've done to people like cinderella and all of the ex-friends of yours you are nothing but a nasty disgusting bully just to make that clear for you am i gonna edit this out fuck no I'm sick to death of her being able to sit in a hotel all week. Listen to Cinder's story. She's nothing but a fucking disgrace. And I yeah. don't give a fuck what she thinks. And I hope you remember me and Sky's name for a long time. Because we ain't going to stop until you actually have gone. And I don't care what way you go. But you've got a chance to change your life at any time. Instead of playing the poor me victim doesn't wash with any of us anymore and thanks to our listeners who now are building every day they get to see the real you too and that's all i'm going to say about your disgusting manners no you're exactly right and she will be like she will listen to this because they can't help it and i agree with soxy and there's fuck all you can do about it you can't shut us up we're going to carry on and on and on and keep this going for as long as you do um and also you have your karma you're stuck with smelly kev the sex god of tiktok so what? good luck with that. really mr green flap <laughs> the cure for penicillin skin flap <laughs> you could advertise that they could make you can make this as a scheme couldn't it and yes are we putting them down yeah what they have done to people you provided evidence for that and other people have tried this before, but unfortunately get shut down with it. So we've become a voice for it. And guess what? They can't shut us up. What are you going to do? Send us threats? Send us police? Please do. Because trust me, they like educated people. Because when they look at you, they build more evidence against you. Especially with the Met Police. They love you too. That's all I'm going to say on that one. Really am. <laughs> <sighs> I feel a bit better for that now. So one thing Good. I'll ask Cinders is you coming on here today, listen to us two fucking go on about things. Do you find looking back at this it is a little bit it it's a bit touchy subject, isn't it? But one thing I will ask is how are you feeling right now getting this off your chest a little bit? Even though you haven't you've gone into things but you haven't gone into a point where you're insulting them or nothing like that. How are you feeling right now? Um, I mean, the reason I came to you last night was was the recent podcast where she'd mentioned <clears throat> about my daughter being bullied and therefore I should know better or whatever it was she said. Like That kept going over and over in my head, like how she can use something 
that I said to her to try and fit her narrative of me being a bully. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just beyond... I can't even have words for it. It's just disgusting. It's not the first time that she's used something personal. Um, you know, there's, there's many other things, like my daughter passing, she's used that against me. Um, but in her head, she's seen it as I've exposed these messages um, where she said things about Kev, so she has the right to expose, you know, my personal things. But, yeah. um, you know, when I exposed those messages, I did it in pure, like, rage. We'd just fallen out. Um, and the reason we fell out, not is not because of what she said yesterday, because I she wouldn't tell me where Kev were. That never mattered to me. Um, the reason we actually fell out, if, there was a few things leading up to it, really, where I was spotting things that just wasn't adding up. Um, but on the last day, it was where they, as far as I was aware, they'd split up um, after the Greece incident, um, which was very serious to me. Um, I had to, well, I was led to believe I was talking her down from taking her own life. Um, so for me, for her going back to him, I couldn't allow that as a friend to happen. So the reason we actually fell out is because she did go back to him, but she lied to me about it. Um, and some might say, well, that's none of my business. But as a friend, like I've just said, I believed I'd talked her down from taking her life. Um I just didn't want to let that happen. Um, but her response to me saying, um, asking if they're together was, you don't pay my bills um, or something along them. And she just, she outed me as a troll, basically. So that just dismissed everything I'd done for her for all those months, all those sleepless nights, you know, worrying about her, all those hours of me listening to her crying and, you know, all of that. Um, that's the reason we fell out. Not because I wanted to know where Kev were. Um, uh, but yeah, I do feel so much better. I feel like, because um, I have tried to speak out before, she called the police, the police came around, gave me a warning, which was ridiculous. She tried to get me done on harassment, even though I was the one that blocked her. So how could I harass someone that I blocked? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, she just tries to shut me up. But I feel that you two have, you've, you've really given me an opportunity to have a voice. And if she wants to keep on you know, bringing me into these things like podcasts, she brought me up on a vlog, um, then I'm just going to keep responding with nothing but truth and and facts. So I want to thank you two ladies, really, for allowing me to have this safe place um, to respond to anything that she says. Oh, so, yeah, me. thank you. She won't get a chance to respond back because if she does, she'll have us to deal with. And if she wants to bring the law in by making a podcast about having your say, you're not defamating the character you're sharing your experience so she can't annihilate that with that one and secondly bullies will be bullies because they're threatened by the truth so this is why she mm-hmm. does it because she goes i'm gonna act like the innocent woman and i'm gonna pretend i'm okay and i'm such an evil cow really yeah we understand you're an evil fucking cow and hearing mm. people come forward where they can actually express themselves and feel a safe place, that's what we're here for. And to bullies like here, be warned. Because we don't back down. We never do. We're two women 
that have been through life we've educated and educated ourselves and you know youtube tutorials and all that shite but not in that way we are both had educated people and also person experienced people too so when we see people like you know she sat there and defended you she's tried to look after you and yet again another i'm going to kill myself episode of tanya and her trolling fucking antics it, it notice me please i'm in distress you can know you could know if she actually opened your mouth and said i need help you'd get it the right help but you just fail yourself so much you just sit there and have your pity party you sit there with your weed in your daughter's room because you've kicked her out of it because she's now on the couch but that might have changed by now. I also want to mention um, the fact that she's had the windows put through and had a delivery of maggots. Yeah, she has. And do you believe it's wrong? Yeah, I do. I think it's horrible that's happened to her because it's happened to her family. But yet again, her actions have brought that into it. Part of her actions. I wouldn't say that actually sounds wrong in some ways because I'm like saying, yeah, if you've done something wrong, go and brick someone's window far from it. But because she is that nasty and hateful, she blamed Kev for it and her brothers. But nobody knows who did it. It could be Kev no. for all anybody knows. Mm-hmm. Kev um, wasn't the only person that was blamed for that either. She went through many, many people. Um, you know, the man that she talks to behind Kev's back, which I have proof of, I can show that if needed. She accused him of doing it. Then she accused Kev of doing it. Then she accused me of doing it. In in her vlogs, she was saying that she doesn't know the uh, the real me. I, she feels like I'm I'm fake, and maybe I did the window. You know, <laughs> I don't think she just goes through everybody. There's been that many people that's been accused of that window, but okay. the possibilities of who it could be is endless. <laughs> When you were talking about uh, how close you got with Tanya, uh, obviously you confessed a lot as well. Wasn't there a situation where there was someone from your past who um, who wasn't very nice to you and then she then mm-hmm. befriended and allowed them into her lives? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so as I've said, um, I think it was at the beginning of this podcast, I shared everything with her, all of my traumas. Um, and there was one, you know, a childhood abuser that I, I shared that story with her. And um, I think it was a couple of months ago, she was on her Instagram doing her usual rants about Kevin. And in the comments, I seen my abuser, she she commented um, and she said something like, um, you should come and stay with me, Tanya, we can be the best of friends. And she knows exactly who that person is because I've said, I've, I've shared my trauma with her. Um, and I... I commented and I said, as if you've got that person in there, something like that. I can't even remember what I said, but I made it clear that I could see that that person was there and she laughed and blocked me. Um, So clearly she's befriended that person in order to try and get some information about me to shut me up. Yeah. Um, So that's the kind of person she is. She knows that, you know, a lot of people have been through mental trauma, but she does shit like this. And then she blames it on her mental mental health or her BPD, mm-hmm. PD or whatever else she claims to have, which I might add that every single little thing she claims to have is self-diagnosed. Not it's one doctor no. said to her, yes, you've, you've got this or you've got that. Nobody. 
and she's admitted that herself in her own blog, in her own words, in her own writing. The exact same with Kev. Kev's been to his doctor as well. There's no burning in his head. It's all um, psychologically psychological, and he's imagining it. Um, but yeah, there is a fuck all wrong with her health. She walked to Scotland for fuck's sake. She walked from one end of the country to the other. This is someone that's got agoraphobia. She's got anxiety. She didn't want to go home to her own children. No. She, in fact, another point I want to make, while she was in Scotland and having these little mini breakdowns for attention and views and gifts, she was actually on live in the middle of the woods one night saying that she was going to kill herself. Her children were watching that. Yeah. yeah. And I think, you know as well, I think you were part of it when um her kids were getting affected by tanya doing stuff to herself when she was in greece trying to throw herself into the sea yeah um i was in a um, group chat with you know me myself um tanya um her youngest child i think she's 18 now um it was in there it's basically as like a support gossip sort of thing about tiktok um, but there was one night Kevin Tanya they'd had this big fallout as they always did, um, but then Tanya went missing. Um, so her daughter was obviously messaging, worried like where where's my mum? And it was just the the distress of it. Um, of you know a child, regardless of her age, eighteen, you don't stop being a parent just because they become eighteen. Um, the the distress on that poor, you know, young woman. Not knowing where a mum is, whether she's gonna do, you know, kill herself or whatever her intentions were, it I could never imagine putting that onto anybody, let alone my own flesh and blood. Mm-hmm. It's it's just disgusting. But there's there's many situations that have been put onto her children that they have to witness and you know comfort her and and deal with. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah. I, I, I literally, I'm trying to uh, hold my temper. In, I'm not gonna lie, because mm-hmm. I literally could not imagine putting any anyone I know through that. And I understand when people are suicidal or um, are in a really struck place in their life. They don't know how to reach out for help, and unfortunately, mm-hmm. sometimes they. Do you just think they're not worth it and they take their own lives? Now, imagine, you know, your mother being suicidal and having many episodes like this before. You don't know if she's going to do it or not because that's what she does to people. She tricks them into saying, I'm really going to do this time and she'll sound really Mm -hmm. angry. And then she'll just explode until she realizes she's got what she needs for that support, for that attention. And this is what disgusts me about her. It really does. Because there's people out there that are suicidal. There are people that are lucky to wake up in the morning. And these are Mm -hmm. someone's parents, someone's kids. And sometimes, unfortunately, some parents don't know what their kids are feeling. Now imagine knowing a grown woman at the age of 44 having a tantrum on the beach, going missing for their own daughter to say, where is my mum? That's a constant, constant fucking burden for those kids, no matter what age. Where's my mum today? Is she in a good mood today? Yeah. So Kev brags about saying, oh, well, you don't know what I'm dealing with. 
you can walk away from that. Those kids can't. Those mm, kids have had to be brought up that way. Yeah, it's mental abuse, and she's lucky that those children are over 18 now, else she wouldn't have them. And this is part of the reason she's not allowed to be unsupervised around her own grandchild. And I'll tell you another thing as well. When that woman, or that excuse of a woman, is claiming to self-harm, and a bit of a trigger warning here, you don't self-harm for the first time. I've seen her legs on the pictures that she's posted. There's not one scar on there. She literally picked up a knife or something sharp or whatever. She cut those lines into her legs, posted it onto Instagram, tagged in the Met Police just for effect and said, look what you're causing. Why don't you do something about all of these trolls? That's for attention. I know people that do that to themselves and they go out of their way to hide it. Because that's yeah, their way of, of stress and situations. They don't do it for attention like her. No. And the fact that she does it for attention pisses me off because there's genuine sufferers out there. There's a year's and... waiting list for people that are struggling. And yeah. it's not just for self-harm. They're struggling with anxiety and depression. They're struggling with all intrusive thoughts, overthinking, paranoia. And they're waiting to have therapy. They're waiting for either person-centred, which is a self-referral therapy, where you can be guided to to help your thoughts and fears. Then there's cognitive behaviour therapy, which is CBT, which is an action therapy. And this therapy helps you overcome, well, understand your anxieties. It helps you understand why you feel the way you do. And it also helps you become more manageable with your... It's not like, oh, I'm cured. It's more of, well, I can manage it now. I know what to do. I can, you know, recover in my own way, in my own time. And it's a good therapy to have. Sometimes you need it a couple of times. It depends on what your therapy is about. There's so many therapies out there now, loads of therapies, which I'm very grateful to have in the system going but one thing I will think about this verminous, disgusting, not a woman. I She's not a woman. She's a human, troubled being. Now, like I said, if she ever wanted help, she'd get it. But until she actually goes and gets diagnosed and actually gets the real relief she can, she is a danger to this society. She's more worse than Kev. And I literally, oh, I think I need to shut up because I really want to call her some nasty things yeah, this, for what she's doing. Point, giving advice, the advice is more for anyone else. It's not for her because it's not help she wants, it's attention. And the fact, the thing is that makes me really, really sick about her is that she's claiming that she's this big self-harmer and she's doing it because of other people. But she's also blaming other people. When she sent Dave that picture of her with cuts over her and I was like how dare you use an old picture and try to trap him into believing that he's made you hurt yourself Kevin was in Polly's comments not long ago and because there was a few accounts in and they're funny accounts they're Tunitani accounts whatever they are um he was in his comments and they actually said if Tanya ever dies it's all your fault it's on you Polly is an 18 19 year old young lad Nothing to do with anything. No. The fact that she's trying to make out that she's suffering and yet she's trying to make other people suffer is disgusting. She's an, evil, she's an evil bitch. She is. She's evil. Yes. 
I suffer. I'm gonna diagnose with contitis, and my contitis is now flared up. So the contitis <laughs> is gonna come out because I diagnosed myself. I'm a contitis. Oh dear, never mind. Have we all got it now? Because we've all diagnosed ourselves with it. Oh, hang on a yeah, sec. I'm just going to draw that. a purple line on my arm. Just to... Oh, that's your fault. That's the contitis. Oh, oh, look. I'm drawing a purple line. Oh, no. That's your fault for making me have contitis. Bitch. And that's all I'm going to say. Bitch. Yeah. Nasty bitch. <clears throat> Really yep. nasty. And like and blaming young is, lads. Yeah, and this is the truth that they don't want out there. They don't want other people thinking like this. They want people thinking they see the side that she posts and then quickly deletes it when she gets caught out. With a seven minutes a podcast of seven minutes. It's the mini rant cast. The podcast of rants because I wanna make people believe I'm the sweet, innocent human. She's not. You know, seven minutes for what? Seven minutes and she's trying to help other people with their mental health. All I've heard to do is bitch about trolling against her and Kev. Get off fucking social media if you don't like it. Go out there and do some actual... Kevin wants to open up a mental health clinic for fuck's sake. What? (laughs) Did you not hear that? No. Run a mental health clinic with no licenses, no training. They think they can open up a building and have people come in and talk based on what they don't have mental health experience. Are you having a fucking laugh? <laughs> he said that again this morning. He was saying he's going he's to become a billionaire and he's going to open this hospital that you don't have to pay for. You can just come to it with your mental health. And I thought, yeah, how you've got no idea at all. About yeah. mental health. Yeah, you're right. They're, they're, they're crazy. They are crazy. Mm. He genuinely believes it as well. That's what's most concerning. He actually believes that he's, that's going to happen. Yeah. I think... I'm sorry, I'm just picking my fucking jaw up. Is he taking <laughs> the fucking piss? I've been in training for four fucking years. Uh, um, I do have to do a warning here. <laughs> um, I usually call it when I lose my temper, Scouse mode. Um, and Scouse mode has definitely been activated in this uh, clip of finding out that Kev wants to open up a clinic. So I had to quickly put this in here. I've kept it in here because I know people laugh at me when I go in scalp mode, but if I do offend anyone, I do fully apologise. I am, except for Kevin Tanya, you can both go to bed in hell. But yeah, if I offend anyone, I do fully apologise. You've been warned. Yeah, I'm not editing this out either. I will keep this in here because the response to that hypocrisy. That fucking mentality of two scruffy, minging, horrible, disgusting people want to sit there and drive. They drive them to fucking suicide and go, but you know what? If this is about fucking life, I'm out of here. Here's me fucking stuff. See you later. And they go, oh, look, we've had side success rates of people being helped. Yeah, because they fucked off and put themselves out of misery. 
Yeah, I'd want counselling after being stuck in a building with them. You couldn't counsel them after that. There'd be no rescuing them. (laughs) There'd be a two-year fucking waiting list. Six years. Why is that? We listened to Kevin Tanya's clinic, the VD of dreams. Oh, yes, we went in there and told them about our discussions, and all they did was tap the screen, share the live, and go, let's do a little dance to make you fucking happy. Oh, yeah. Fuck off. And then she'll be sitting in the corner. Oh, he's not paying me attention. Bang, bang, bang. Fuck off. That's against are, the wall, by the way. Yeah, you are correct. Um, but I think, you know... <laughs> Fucking hell. I did not know that. I generally did not know that. I didn't know that. If they literally think they could open up, obviously it's not going to happen. Because, yeah, I need funding. What for? It's a raise a mental health clinic. Oh, what were your qualifications? I dance and sing on my live. And what's your <coughs> qualifications, love? I bang my head against the wall. I draw lots of lines all over myself. And I think I know everything. Mental health. Yeah. I just don't know what I just. I just, uh, oh, yeah, I just, I'm going to try and forget about that for a second because I just think that's disgusting. Yeah, it's going to happen, is it? It's just the latest, no, their, um, the latest in their brass ideas that's never going to take off. That is, is, that is, is well, the like... biggest joke I have heard for four weeks. That is the biggest joke I <laughs> This is, 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 you know, it's funny, but it's also like we know that that's never going to happen. But then that's how he brings in like his gifters and his his mm-hmm. people that buy into this story of oh they're such a good you know such a good person that they're, they're wanting to help all these people. Yeah, that that's the kind of stuff that he will say to bring these people in. Yes, a hundred percent. And that. <laughs> Not for mental health. It's so they look. They appear to look good. Mm-hmm. They haven't got a clue about mental health. They've got a clue about manipulation because every story they come out with like this is pure manipulation, and that's both of them. And whether she he likes to hear it or not, or whether she likes to hear it or not, she is manipulating the whole situation. I never thought I would dislike anyone more than Kev. But she is actually running the show. She may as well be running his account. Because he whatever she says, he does. That's it. That's it. It goes. She's his boss. She's fucking Hitler. 2.0. She is. She's the mental health of Hitler. She is. Yeah. Even he'd yeah. be fucking shit scared of her. Yeah. What a crap. How can a little corner hooker who used to score white powder in the corner just to open her fucking skeletal legs in that coffin she calls a fucking whatever she wants to call it, just for a little fucking white bag. To have the mentality to put people through this, not trauma, torture. You watch, she'll come out next, when Steve splits up for the, the 50th time. She's a manipulator, she's this, she's that. 
Yeah, and what are you doing about it? Oh, wait, no one wants you. We forgot about that. No one wants you. No one at all. And even to the point when you go on your little trips away, your actual family can go, oh, thank God he's gone. I'll guarantee. It's just, I, 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 fuck me. I can't believe that. I really, I really, I've, you've really stumbled me on that one to the point I don't know what to say. Um, <laughs> So we're coming to near the end of this now on me picking my fucking jaw up. How have you enjoyed your little time with us, Cinderella? <laughs> have you experienced <laughs> many emotions with us today? It's like a roller coaster. Isn't it? But um, I just think what you two are doing is brilliant and just keep it up. Keep keep bringing the truth out. Yeah, thank you for helping us do that. You know, you've come with screenshots again, um, which is evidence they can't yeah. deny can't get out of it and every person like you is such a massive massive help because it's just further validation that we're not on here just talking shit about them we're actually trying to tell the truth of what everybody's thinking and you know we we can't do that on tiktok so we're doing it here and the things that you've come forward with has just been amazing so thank you yeah. very very it was hard for you but you've done like so so well um and we're still there for you anyway you know you're in this call with us so speak to us whenever yeah anytime you want like you've done such an an amazing thing today see this is what combats mental health as well is actually speaking out about it and actually showing yourself that you can achieve these things because what she's doing is bullying and trying to silence you she can't sound you anymore she can't do it and I want to. Uh, I hope you do see that in time. Like today, you'll process it. I'll guarantee that. Uh, trust me, I'm processing you'll see some what stuff. You'll see what support is. Just look at the comments and stuff. Yeah. Um, and you'll feel a lot better. And as mm-hmm. I said, anytime you want to, you know where we are. Thank Just don't you. laugh. The comments of socks is now picking a jaw off the floor still through the shock <laughs> of a fucking clinic. That will probably be shut down with VD more than fucking advice. So, you know, there's the picture of the sexual health clinic as you've seen on TikTok. That was real. <clears throat> so <laughs> that'll be the only <laughs> clinic they fucking open up because they'll be the ones in there fucking getting each other gangrene all the time. I'm going to shut my mouth and I'm going to say goodbye. Oh, <laughs> my mouth runs away from me. Oh, I think I need counselling now. Fucking hell. Well, thank you for coming on today, Cinderella. Thank you. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. I don't know what to say anymore. I'm going to say goodbye. Say goodbye, Sky. Will you say fucking goodbye? I fucking said it. Goodbye.